0: Hey, welcome to Younger and Older. This is Jason and Dave hanging out at the studios at Silver Birch Ranch in the Northwoods of Wisconsin. And we are in the, the midst of fall. The colors are popping. The leaves are changing. The air is crisp. And the mums are everywhere. Yeah, they are. That's you, because mums, mums
1: mean fall or something.
0: It's, it's something like that.
1: They just pop up. All of a sudden, they're everywhere. All the, Yeah, and everybody's selling them. You know what they're just... like? They're like the black flies in my house. Is this so? You, don't you have flies in your house? All of a sudden, there are no flies. Like in the room that I study in, yep. it, it's it, I call it a sunroom. It, it has a little heat in it, but a lot of times they build a fire. When it gets really warm in there, all of a sudden, I came in the other day, I'll bet you there were 100 flies, <laughs> I, I, mature flies. Yeah. So they went from nothing, nothing. To something. To full mature flies. And this happens all the time, and I look at it and I'm amazed. I, normally, I talk to them and then I kill them all. Or you talk to them. I say, "Where'd you come from?" <laughs> no, and, and
0: you kill all of them.
1: Well, not yes and no.
0: How do you do that so
1: fast? I, I, I will take. If I'm it, envisioning you with with a fly swatter, just going a vacuum, you just wire. vacuum them up. Oh, and, and then what do you do? <laughs> They'll die. And then you just
0: release them out. They don't die.
1: No, they they go into that little thing, and then I throw them outside. Oh. But.
0: And then they work their way back in the house. Yeah, well,
1: I don't know how they're getting in. You know, I mean, first of all, I am convinced that flies don't have any eggs or anything. They just go totally full-blown as soon as they're born. That's fair. Because I've never seen one an adolescent fly. (laughs) Have you? No. Think about that. Where's the adolescent flies? I don't know. So, since they seem full-grown and irritating right from the start. Yeah. They must be full grown and totally immature the way they bother me. Yeah.
0: However, I would take flies over those Asian beetle things. Well, they show up full speed, too. And that's what I'm saying. Uh, but I'd rather take a fly over those Asian me beetles. Me, too.
1: You, you crush those things and you smell terrible. Oh,
0: it's yeah. Those have a foul scent.
1: But still, those are the mysteries of life to me right now. It's like, why, 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 where do you come from and why do you show up like this?
0: This is Jason and Dave on Younger and Older yeah, pondering, pondering the biggest questions of
1: life yeah. flies and Asian beetles. So, <laughs> if, if any of you have answers for this, please contact us so that I don't go totally nuts in my life because I might, um, because they drive me in totally insane. The, the thing I found so far is I buy these. These uh, sticky clear fly strips, strips. Yeah. that I just put on the window, but then you're looking at fly strips, thousands of dead flies dead on your carcasses. window. This is true. It's like you know what that messes up my view just a bit. You know, I, 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 it, dead is, flies.
0: You're in a sticky situation.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I am.
0: Sorry, I am. that one was was just there for. Can the you digging.
1: imagine though if there were giants somewhere and they put that somewhere where you and I got stuck on it? That'd be tough.
0: That would be tough. Uh. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of tar and feathers.
1: Yeah, but we didn't start as adults like flies. I I don't understand this. Yeah. Enough of that. There's a lot that I don't understand though. I mean there's a lot of things that are irritating in life yeah. uh, to people. And the one thing that should never be irritating is God because if, if you're really irritated with God for some reason, you just don't know him. Yeah. And so I would encourage you to get to know him, not just stay irritated because you don't know him. And I promise you this, from reading the Bible, from living as many years as I have, um, enjoying God, that if I'm ever irritated with God, it's my problem, not his, and I need to go figure it out. Because it's not not God's problem. So when I look at the nation right now, I keep thinking this, so correct me if I'm wrong, Jason, but I keep thinking, you know what? This is the fruit of a godless nation. We are in total chaos. We seem to be not able to accomplish a thing That's important. And everything that's evil Mm -hmm. seems to be on the table, is trying to make it good somehow. Right. In fact, I heard a report today. Okay. I don't know if it's valid, but I heard it on a news radio source that said in Europe and in the United States now that there's an epidemic of young teen girls with the facial Tourette syndrome kind of thing. Okay. Where they're making twitches with their face. Okay. But the problem is when they go to the doctors and they get checked out, they don't have any medical reason for it. Like they don't have Tourette's. Okay. But they're doing the the action anyway. And they found that on the social media site TikTok, there is a Tourette's site where people who have it go and they talk about it all the time. And there's millions of hits on it. Okay. Okay. And these kids are spending hours watching them, and now they are subconsciously imitating them. Wow. And there's no reason medically for it to happen.
0: medically they don't have it, but because they watched it, they started imitating it. And they're
1: starting to see, you know, the only answer is get off the Internet. Get off that site. Quit quit spending all your time thinking about that. Yeah. Because you're imitating it. Mm Mm-hmm. And think about that. You have this problem. You go to the doctor to try and help you. They can't find anything wrong with you. You've caused it because of how you live. Right. And I'm finding, I don't think that's that unusual. Mm -hmm. How God, you know, protects us by allowing us to know what truth is, and Satan goes after us by immersing us in a bunch of lies somehow. Yeah. So I guess if you're uh, spending a lot of time on social media, I would, Uh, look another direction
0: you know and and I think many of us would say well I don't spend a lot of time on social media I would encourage you just uh, and we talked about this before in the show about hours of influence you know just for a week track how much be conscious about how much you spend on social media or on your phone or even watching media right and and compare that to the other things you do in your awake hours and you'd be probably quite surprised
1: I think you would be because some of those things just fly by and you don't even know how much you're doing it. Right. You know, I, I've had people tell me they don't watch television much. Right. And their relative wife, daughter, son, sitting next to them, whatever, says, oh, yes, you do. Right. And now there's an argument. hmm I'm thinking, look, I I didn't even say anything. You said you don't watch it much. I, I don't know.
0: Well, and it's a totally different world nowadays because you have everything at your fingertips. Right. You know, I mean, even when I was a kid, sure, we watched a little bit of TV, but here's the thing. It, it's not like we had it all... Like, if you if you didn't, like, watch it when it was live, you missed it. Right. Forever. I mean, unless you set your VCR to record.
1: Right. You know. Which is... Mine is still blinking, so I never did that. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, you set <laughs> it wrong or, you know, yeah, whatever like, whatever it was. Sorry.
0: You know, or you used the tape too much and it got too tracky to, to understand, like, to be able to, you know... Um,
1: or you put you did it on a big, long tape, and now you got to rewind it to find it. So you don't do that either. That's right.
0: That's right. So, I mean, it was a, it was a different world. Yeah. And so because of that, there was more interaction. And, and that's one thing I love about being here at Silver Ranch, is seeing how satisfying it is when young people, or actually people of all ages, interact in person together. That's right. You know, I mean, one of the things I appreciate is that a lot of the big city um, – service providers don't work that well up here that's right for the most part and so a lot of people um, are forced to unplug a little bit or get away or leave their phone in their cabin or in their car whatever it is and do stuff um, and, and we've talked about it even since this past summer summer 2021 and how different it was and how young people were were, were longing for that in a way that we've never seen before yep and yeah,
1: yeah. I
0: think that's that's so important.
1: Yeah, I think the fascination with Zoom turned to disgust. Yeah. You know, I mean, most of the kids I talked to, they made fun of Zoom. Right. It's like, please, don't ever do that to me again. Right. And I'm thinking, yeah, the teachers I talked to that used Zoom made fun of Zoom. Oh, yeah. And and how that's not education. Right. So, yeah, that's not person-to-person kind of thing. Do you know, uh, COVID has had some very disastrous effects, I think, and one of them... Uh, by the way, I, I'm not commenting on anything about COVID. I think personally, I just think it's another sickness. Be careful, wash your hands. That's my my view on it. Yeah. But bottom line is, they can't find teachers now. Right. Teachers have found out I don't want to work for schools that a are always having kids in mass. You know. B might consider having a vaccine mandates. There were three news anchors up in the U.P. of Michigan that just either left or got fired because they won't their their station mandated vaccines so they left yeah we're going to see some very interesting things down the road yeah. as, as far as people taking stands on things that actually matter to them mm-hmm. and i think that's good at this point because not not that i want to go against anything the government says but we have to be people who respect personal privacy and respect people's decisions especially in in the whole as we look at it Whether somebody gets a vaccine or not is not our business. Right. You know, likewise, though, this all started back years ago when people had to declare their sexual orientation for some reason. Right. You know, I mean, when I first heard people talking about that, I thought, why are you talking about that? Mm -hmm. In other words, the first time I met you, Jason, I didn't go, hi, I'm Dave. I'm heterosexual. Right. I mean, I didn't say that. Right. That would be totally inappropriate and stupid. Yeah. Yeah. But now it seems like somebody has to tell you that for some reason, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering why. I mean, is that normal for your generation to go around telling people what their sexual orientation is? No.
0: Well, at least not not with. Well, I know, levels,
1: but, but... I, it is your generation doing it. It seems it's yeah. like why? Mm-hmm. W- where did this come from? Or, you know, I'm you know I struggle with my my gender identity or something. It's like, well, why are you telling me?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What? What do I need to know this for? Right. Well, you might say, Dave, you're uncaring. Well, are they telling me because they want me to care? Right. I mean, I'll be glad to sit with them and talk to them about life and the way God made them, but I'm not sure that's why they're telling me mm. at this point. Yeah. So I think you got to be careful what you think everybody else is interested in and, and make sure that there are certain things that probably should remain private. Right. And... um, and I encourage people to know what should remain private and you, if you want to talk about it talk with somebody who actually loves you and can guide you in mm-hmm. some areas. Yeah. But to declare things is is not that that good. Uh financially, uh, you know, before we get off the social media thing, um do you allow your kids to use social media? No. Okay. Have you decided they're young, so it doesn't matter yet. you know when you're gonna allow them to dabble in that stuff. Uh, I don't know we
0: haven't <laughs> yeah. th- thankfully they're young enough where we haven't had to to do that. I mean it'll be a while before they get a phone.
1: yeah, well, the pressure'll be on them just oh well,
0: know. and the pressure's already on them even in in terms of media, you know right. I mean, my oldest son's in second grade, and even the things that some of the other kids in his class have watched or listened to or, or right. all that sort of stuff, you know, and you could tell that there's curiosity there. And so every day is a coaching day, and a and a and a day where it's like, all right, let's talk about this. You yeah. know, here's here's some reasons why we haven't watched certain things or listened to certain things. Yeah. Um. And along the way, you just you kind of keep it as simple and understanding to them, and and as nonchalant of a conversation, so that they, right. So that they engage in it, and then you just pray that it that it they start to understand it. Yeah. You know.
1: Well, I encourage you too. Um, somehow with young children you want to be as honest as you possibly can be about explaining that the world is different than what your world is like. Yeah. Because if they discover it, they'll think you hid it from them. Right. And that since you hid it from them, you know, now they're more curious about why these people think like they do. Right. And I think you're right. You have to always watch how you say it, be discreet, how how you bring it up. It's not that you want to focus on it. Right. But it's important that. But you don't want to hide it because you don't. Right. You You want to engage it in a way that
0: they'll understand, hopefully understand. Yeah. Rather than adding more curiosity to
1: it. Absolutely. I think there are times where, you know, it'll come up naturally where someone at school, maybe their parents are going through a divorce or or whatever else it would be. Go, oh, you know, mom and I, we don't plan on getting a divorce. Mm -hmm. Why do, then they might ask, you know, well, why do people get them? Mm-hmm. All right, now you've got an opportunity to say, well, there's a lot to do, and, and that's not unusual in life. But right. here's what here's what we think and why we won't. And it allows your children to see, okay, there is a contrast, and this contrast is for this reason, but it's not that everybody's like this. So now when they're out in the world, they're not surprised you know, that yeah. people do that. Absolutely. Um, and sometimes I think that might be one of the downfalls of Christian families. They don't allow the discussion to go places that probably it should, mm-hmm. because you are living in a swamp and you might as well talk about the cri- the, the critters in the swamp, you know, yeah. because they're gonna be there yep. one way or the other and you have to deal with them, yep. you know, somehow. Um, so, kind of, kind of an interesting thing. A, a struggle for all young parents is to try and figure out how to maintain real relationships mm-hmm. in a world that has gone digital and right. uh, artificial intelligence. So uh, I think the simple is go out and play with them. Right. I mean, I see you all the time with your kids. The other day I was out on a pontoon boat ride in our lake with someone, and you were out on the beach with your kids. And mm-hmm. It's like, uh, go out there and dunk them in the water and do things you do with kids and, right. and have this relationship time with them.
0: Right. And as a parent, it does take more intentionality and it takes more effort. Yep. But one of the things that I've observed is that the response... Is far different than if you were to not do that oh man yeah you know and so it, it, it you only have so much time and so sure do you always feel like jumping on the trampoline for a half hour straight probably not right but that doesn't make it not worthwhile to do you Absolutely. know and, and those are the and those are the choices as a parent it's like all right it's I would say if there's something that you don't want to do just do it especially if it's an in-person thing um, because that will have way more of a positive impact than, you know, you throwing out a movie or letting your kid play a video game um, or whatever it is. Yeah. Um,
1: and again, people are amazed when I start just letting stories pour out of me. My, my, my dear wife keeps asking me to write all these down. Yeah. And I keep thinking I'm waiting for them to get bigger and better because as I get older, I was faster and bigger and stronger than I, Really was, and yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for it to really hit a wonderful level. Then I'll write it then all. Then you'll down. write it all down. Yeah. That's right. so that I can exaggerate, nobody will care. Uh, but really, when I look back and the stories start pouring out, it's because there was so much in my life that my mom and dad had me do. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, 16 years old, I'm running a, a a stables for a camp. Right. You learn something when you're doing that. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be doing that, by the way, at that age, but we did back then. Yeah. You know, 18, I'm driving a bus from northern Wisconsin to Chicago full of kids.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you learn something doing that. You know, and, and what's really interesting is all these experiences later in life had molded me into who I am. And and they're all little, but, you know, the, the students now, I keep saying, get creative, get creative. You know, what do you mean? Well, if I tell you what to do, that's not, that's creativity. not creativity. right? Right. I can tell you, I can tell you what we did, you know. And do I want them doing it? Well, mm, right, not necessarily. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, I remember as a kid, me and my friends, you know, we'd get together, grab our bikes, and ride up and down the alleys in the suburbs of. I mean, we were right. in a suburb in Chicago, and we garbage pick all the time. Yep. You know, you just go through garbages, drive by them. And it's like, oh, what'd you find? You know, and we collect it, and we collected enough one time. We actually had a garage sale. We there made you go. Some money. Yeah. You know. Um, and that was just the creativity. I mean, th- that was the days where you, you know, it's like, well, what am I gonna do today? You hopped on your bike, you rode to your friend's house, you knocked on the door, hey, can Johnny come out and play today? Yep. and he'd either be like, yeah, I'll be right out. Or sorry, you know, I gotta do this together, yep. it, you know, or whatever. But and but at least they got you out of the house, yep. you know. And I remember even being at camp as a volunteer, and, and if you've been to Silver Trench, you know, you know that. You know, summer is a, a great time to be here. And uh, especially if you volunteered, it's fun to connect and get to know people from, you know, outside your typical realms. But I remember like on turnover days or, or down times, you'd be like, all right, let me go find so-and-so. So you'd have to like walk out. It's like, well, where do I think they are? Maybe they're out at the barn. I'll walk yeah. out to the barn. Well, nobody's at the barn. Well, maybe I we went to the beach or uh, right. to the beach. Well, maybe they're at the beach. So let me go to the canteen. It's like, well, by now they might be at the barn. Let me go check the barn. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. yeah.
1: We used to spend a little you spend time. You spent about a half
0: hour walking around trying to find the person you're looking for. Yeah. You know, and and people would say, well, that's a waste of time. It's like, well,
1: I don't think so. No, you met a lot of people along the way. Yeah. And,
0: you and, know, yeah. That's, that's just part of the life. And, and I think that's what we need more is more of the spontaneity relationships yeah. um, and, and the lack of structure so that we can enjoy life together.
1: Absolutely. You know, I encourage you, um, just as a, a parent, and I know you do, but. The parents that are listening have have times every day where you call them no media times none. Yeah, you're either actually reading a physical book or you're going to go outside and do something, and it doesn't matter what the weather's like, or whatever. Figure out times where you can go do things together, and teach. Keep teaching your kids something. Just keep teaching them something because that's what they're going to remember. They're mm-hmm. not going to remember ever sitting down and just watching uh, sitcoms with you. That that's just going to be. A, Total waste of time down the road. Right. That isn't gonna really turn into anything. Right. So instead go do something, and I'm not saying never watch anything. I'm just saying, you know, you should have time every day. Yeah. My dad used to make us, and I've said this before, and really limit the media and all we had was black and white TV. So right. th- he saw something back then that was, you know, don't just sit here and look at it. Yeah. Kind of thing. And none of my friends did. We all mm-hmm. went outside. We lived in Chicago. It wasn't like outside paradise. Right. But we all went outside anyway. And figured out what to do. We did. We used to do all kinds of fun stuff outside. Mm-hmm. And and once we started a game in the front yard, kicked a can or something like that, the whole neighborhood started to come.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So before you know it, you're playing with people you don't even know who they are. Right. And, but, oh, can I play? Sure. And I mean, And that's how the neighborhoods used to work. And you knew who your neighborhood was because of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Today we're spread out a little bit. We don't do that. Everybody's watching a screen and it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. But I encourage you, do do what uh, we were just talking about with your children, what Jason does with his. Go out and turn off the media completely. I don't care what age they are, have a media-free time every day.
0: Yeah, go on a bike ride. Anything. Bike to a park. Play the floor's lava, you know. There you go. All the, I mean, it, it all varies based dependent on the age of your kids, but you know, you, you, time flies.
1: You know, you know what we used to do is we we would put a we'd go out and you probably did it too because it was in Chicago area, but we'd put a strike zone on the garage door, the one that went up. Oh that, yeah. You know, just with tape or, yeah, you know, unfortunately with paint or or whatever was laying around. Yeah. And and then we just practiced pitching to guys with a bat yeah you know and as simple as that is Mm -hmm. go do that with your kid oh yeah you know all of a sudden you're teaching them how to bat you're throwing a ball in a strike zone then then you bat. let them throw it in a strike zone yep let them learn how to do it Mm -hmm. you know i i always had friends that was one sport everyone was better than me at so it didn't matter they all like playing me in it because they'd win but yeah we we then, we end up developing rules. You know, you hit the ball over there. If you hit that in the neighbor's house over there, you're in trouble and, you know, I mean, all kinds of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, I think that's, not only that, I think growing up, in, again, in Chicago, you do what Chicagoans do. So, at night, in the evenings, and a nice day, you can walk up and down the alley and, you know, probably a quarter of the garages had their doors open and they're working on something. Mm. And you stop and see what they're working on. yeah. You know, my next door neighbor was, if you ever watched um, Happy Days, my next door neighbor was the Fonz. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, and a good friend, and he always had a hot rod car in his garage, and he was souping up, and 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 a bunch of, uh, it, it was greaser days. So he had a bunch of his greaser buddies there. And, yeah. You know, and I was just a his buddy next door, who was the clean cut, who cared about greaser people. Yep. But I'd walk in there, and I'm I'm their buddy. I'm just talking to them while they're working on the car, and and seeing what they're doing. And life used to be that way. You didn't sit and watch a screen. You actually watched somebody pull out a carburetor. Yeah. Ask them what they're doing and how they're doing it.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I mean, life's so different now. People are growing up, not knowing much, mm-hmm. except for entertainment. Right. And and the more young people today that I talk to, the more they want to go into entertainment. For their life work, right, right, and I'm thinking, eh. Hey, yeah, really there's got to be something else mm-hmm. now I know everyone that's listening that's in that world is mad at me now <laughs> i i I'm thinking there's too much of it, and yeah. I'm thinking that we do too good a job captivating people mm-hmm. and so now we've got people staring at these screens, yeah, you know, for example, the other night, I wanted to watch a Green Bay Packer game. Mm -hmm. and we don't get good reception, so it wasn't on anything for real up here, television-wise. But I do get, um, I could get it, I have a Roku, whatever they call it, TV. So I can get it through something there, but it didn't work. So obviously something wasn't working. And my internet actually, something was wrong with it. So I thought, I'll just pull it up on this device. And so I just pulled it up somewhere else and watched it. And I thought, you know what? In this world, if a sixty-five-year-old guy can, anytime he wants, pull up a football game and watch it, right? Everybody's going to be paralyzed Mm -hmm. because you will always have these options. Right. And and I found one without even hardly trying. So I'm watching it on my lap. Mm. I'm thinking this is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I watching this? Well, because I wanted to watch it, (laughs) and (laughs) you know I. The, the Packers lost their first game. I didn't see any of it. I really didn't see the whole second oh, game either. Oh, shucks. Yeah, I know. The, <laughs> the bottom line is, like, again, I'm, I'm more interested in the science of it. Losing the game, I think, was almost funny because, you know, everyone thinks they're so good. And I think whenever you think that of yourself, you're going to be in trouble yeah. um, no matter who you are and what you are. Whether they thought so or not, I don't know, but they got put in their place in that first game second game. I don't know. That's Detroit. Detroit's Detroit. So I I'm not sure what you can say about that. Yeah. Uh we'll see down the <laughs> road. Um I I'm not really paying attention to the rest of the league, so I don't know how your beloved Bears are doing. But I couldn't tell you either. Yeah, so, that, so that's that's how much we're paying attention to the whole right. world.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. That's a different discussion. Yeah. But. Well, I
1: think anybody from this part of the discussion can understand Relationships are so important that you have to actually schedule them. A, a, an old timer uh, once said, uh, Gordon McDonald once said, who was a great explaining relationships. Mm-hmm. He said, unplanned time always goes to your weakness. Mm. So what he suggested is that everybody, families included, you plan time. Yeah. And I suggest this to students that I mentor all the time. One of the first things when I get a student to mentor, it, one of the first things I talk to them about is I want you, before you go to sleep at night or first thing in the morning, to write down your goals for the day. Yeah, And they look at me like, this is mentoring. What are you doing? Are mm-hmm. you trying to you know, schedule my life? Yes. Because here's what yeah. I know. Unplanned time always goes to your weakness. Yep. So you come back after a class. You've got nothing scheduled. You, you need to get some homework done. Mm-hmm. But the guys say, hey, let's go play some basketball.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Nothing wrong with basketball, Dave. Exactly what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. There isn't anything wrong with basketball. So now you didn't plan it, but that's where you spend your night. And then you get back to the room and someone says, want to go for a pizza? Oh, you know, I I just played basketball. I'm pretty hungry. Yep. Now you go get a pizza. Then you get back about midnight and, and guys are going, hey, you know, I I I made these shakes in this thing over here. You want to try a sh- Oh yeah, that'd be good. I used to have pizza. You know, he might have one of those. Now it's one in the morning and you're thinking, oh, you know what? I got a class tomorrow. I don't have that work done yet. Yeah. Like, plan a little bit, just, just put down. Here's what I want to accomplish today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've said it before, whenever I get up in the morning, I can look on the counter in our house and you know my dear wife is very organized. There's a list of what she needs to do that day. Mm. It's sitting there on the counter on a, on a sticky note. Yep. So I know what she's going to do, and I know her goals. And guess what? She gets them done mm-hmm. generally yeah. just because she writes it down. So I encourage you to do that. I encourage you not to let time rule you and make sure you're getting the time with your loved ones the way you should.
0: Yeah. And it takes intentionality. So if you think it's just going to happen, like Dave said, you know, with spare time, it just goes to your weakness. And so just don't, don't expect it to happen. It takes a little bit of effort, but I can guarantee you that the satisfaction is far greater than, you know, there's something about relationships. And I think it's because God's designed us to be in relationship with each other. That makes it so satisfying and so make sure that you put people in your life that you can share life with whether it's pouring into the life of your family or even have significant friends in your family that can encourage you and remind you of that because we're built to do life together and that's important but unfortunately we're running out of time here on this episode of younger and older i thank you guys for joining us if you want to check out um, or re-listen to this episode or check out other podcasts i encourage you to head over to silvertranch.org And you can check out the podcast and even check out some of the other things that we do. But for now, we thank you again. This is Jason and Dave on Young and Older. Take care. See you next time. Bye-bye.